Get out of your hometown. Get out of your home base. Mm. Go on an adventure. You never know what'll happen. Even if it doesn't seem like you want to <laughs> or that it'll be cool. Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go, season four, episode six. Yeah, we're finally... Uh... Gonna make our way out of Midgar. Mm-hmm. But before we get into it, why don't we check in with our favorite weatherman, Daniel K. Yes, please. He makes Daniel K's Let's Plays. Everybody should go listen to those if they're not already. So let's throw over to Daniel with the uh, with the weather report. Take it away, Daniel. Thanks, guys. Hi, everyone. Dan, the amateur meteorologist here, coming at you live again with another real-time weather update to help you plan out the rest of your day or just stay informed. Uh, um, there's not a lot to say about today, really. As you all probably know, we started out with an unseasonably low 989 hectopascals, but that's normalised out to a much more manageable 1,004 hectopascals. Uh, and even that count is expected to rise later on in the evening to a positively summary 1,013 hectopascals. The front of low hectopascals, which has been threatening to move in from the east, has instead been pushed further north by a high-pressure hectopascal storm, which has been circling around in the south for the last few days. Uh, that hectopascal storm has now officially been named, by the way. It's Tropical Hectopascal Storm Joanna. Um, despite Joanna's highs of up to 1,100 hectopascals, a low-pressure trough of 950 hectopascals is expected to slip over us in the early hours of tomorrow morning. So be sure to break out the weighted blankets tonight and tuck yourself and your loved ones in very securely. If you need to go out early tomorrow morning, standard precautions apply. Wear your long-sleeved reinforced clothing and apply facial orifice plugs as required in this kind of weather. And uh, yeah, not to worry, that low is expected to move past us sometime after sunrise tomorrow morning. Alrighty. Yeah, that's it for today's report. I'll talk to you again soon, listeners, and it's back to you in the studio, Jeff and Ryan. Heck to Pascal. Meteorology, we love you. Thank you so much, Daniel. Yeah, really Keep- keeping all of our orifice is safe. Yeah, keep an eye out for the hectopascals. You know what to do. Listen to Daniel. He's got good advice. With that, let's get on with the show. Where we last left off, we met Red the 13th. Mm-hmm. We got Eris back from the glass tube and Hojo. Right. Hojo's plan was to get the two of them to copulate and be the... <laughs> He's making like a Noah's Ark type deal <laughs> of of uh, like S- different species rare from ancient, species yeah, and, that they uh, genetic like... monsters and stuff <laughs> like that. So we're still in the Shinra building. We're getting out of the laboratory area, mm-hmm. and without any further ado, let's get into it. I'll see you later. We'll be waiting at the sixty-sixth floor elevator. God, it's hard to figure out what they want. They go up here. She doesn't give a shit. What are we fighting? Are these like whack-a-mole machines? Something like yeah, it looks yeah, they're like arcade machines. Wow, but wow, they shoot back at you. Truly inspired. So we're fighting some fights around here, and then we run into Hojo's assistant. Mm-hmm. Please don't kill me. I only did what Hojo told me to do. To prove it to you, here, here's the key card to the 68th floor. Would I be doing this if I was the enemy? Oh, thanks, dude. 
I guess not. That was a ramp? Oh, yeah, it's like stairs. I can see it now. Weird. This place looks kind of like a skate park to me. More loco weed, dude. What are we gonna do with all this loco weed? Oh, you know what we're gonna do with it. Smoking to herb, man. I would never do such a thing. Do we go back down? I think we gotta go up more. So we get back onto the True Lies elevator, mm -hmm. and uh, one of the Turks walks in, sort of like, you know, corners us. Yeah. Would you press up, please? This is a man named Rude. Is he rude? He's very nice. He said, please. Turks? Must be a trap. Must have been a real thrill for you. Did you enjoy it? Not really. Wouldn't want to come back to this tower again. I know, but we're gonna for the megaphone? <sighs> Let's not think about that. <laughs> and we march If up. we forget all about it, we don't have to do it. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. So the Turks march us up to the top floor. Yeah, right into the president's office. Which, I just want to say, we started this climb at the absolute bottom of society in the slums, and we've made it all the way to the tippity-top of the skyscraper where the owner of society actually lives and looks down upon everybody else. You all got caught, too? Yeah. Where Makes is sense. Eris? In a safe place. She's the last surviving ancient. Don't you know? They call themselves the Cetra huh? and lived thousands of years ago. <laughs> now they are just a forgotten page in history. Okay. The fuck is he talking about? Uh, we're here in regards to your unrestricted Mako production and how that affects the world. <laughs> yeah, what is? I, what you are you might, bringing this up? You for? might have mistaken us for some other extremist group. Like I don't know what. <laughs> There's got to be more than one, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. Cetra or the ancients will show us the way to the promised land. I'm expecting a lot out of her. The promised land? Isn't that just a legend? Even so, it's just too appealing to not pursue. I agree. Even so. <laughs> it's been said the promised land is very fertile. If the land is fertile, well, you know what they say. Then so are the people. the land, then there's got to be Mako. No, this oh. is Barrett speaking, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Then there's gotta be Mako. Exactly. That is why our money-sucking Mako reactor is necessary. The abundant Mako will just come out on its own. That is where the Neo, where Neo Midgar will be built. Shinra's new glory. Mm. And this will be like Detroit. Just so I have this straight, we're terrorists about the oil issues that are going on with the company. And he's like, we found a new land of oil and we're going to build a city on top of it. And we're sitting there going, uh, oh, we should probably stop that plan that yeah. you, we didn't even know about, but now we do because you just told us unnecessarily. Oh, really? Don't you know these days all it takes for our dreams to come true is money and power? It's true. <laughs> Man. Well, that is all for our meeting. He likes to end meetings that way. So we're taking off to some jail cells. Mm-hmm. We don't have the money and power necessary to make our dreams come true, no, Jeff. We've got to get right. money and we got to get power. That's the point of the game. That's right. Well, now we're in jail. Oh, this is why now we saw that jail. jail. Yeah. So we're all kind of split up into different jail cells. Eris is in one, Tifa and Cloud are in another, and Barrett and Red are in another, and we kind of switch between jail cells as they're discussing we what's can going on. kind of talk through the bars mm -hmm. in a way. Here, you play for a bit. All right. 
I wonder how Barrett is doing. Hey, Eris is an ancient, and the real name of the ancients is Cetra. Yeah, if this game weren't confusing enough, the ancients have another name too that some people call them. They're the Cetra or the Ancients. If the Shinra get there, they'll suck up all the Mako energy. And if we get there first, then eventually through lobbyists, the they will eventually be able to do it. planet's gonna get weaker. So this scene functions literally as like a breather where they're reiterating <laughs> the info dump you just got to right. try to like ease you into like the Ancients are the Cetra, the Mako is what Shinra wants, blah, yeah. blah, blah. You talk to everybody in the cells and you reiterate stuff, including the love triangle. I wonder how Eris is doing. Cloud. Cloud, there you go. Can you hear my beautiful voice? Eris, you safe? Yeah, I'm alright. I knew that Cloud would come for me. Oh my god, Eris, come on, not now. Come on, Cloud, come for me. Hey, I'm your bodyguard, right? The deal was for one thing, right? Yeah, one, no, Tifa's gone. Oh, what's this about? Oh, I get it. Tifa? Tifa, you're there too? More love triangle humor. Yeah. Well, they put me and Tifa, Cloud and Tifa, in the same jail cell together mm -hmm. so that they can be... You would think they would take Eris somewhere else, like right. a test tube again. <laughs> no, <laughs> like she's just, she's in, just in the next door over. Oh, it's hilarious. Excuse me. You know, Eris, I have a question. What? Does the promised land really exist? I don't know. All I know is... The Cetra were born from the planet, speak with the planet, and unlock the planet. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's all That's you the know, the only huh? thing I know. They wow. speak, they're born you from know, it, they speak with them, they Let's unlock Let's just start there. Let's just start there. You know, planet. <laughs> you know a lot. Jesus. And then, the Cetra will return to the promised land, a land that promises supreme happiness. What? What does that mean? Yeah. More than words. I don't know. So yeah, this promised land sounds essentially like any legend about like any place. Well, like, you like, know, well, like any religious any sort about, of story like, about death. heaven, yeah, or yeah. or not even a death, but just like, and then our people will wander for miles, and there will be. It's just a. Fa it just sounds like a fable, right. like yeah. any other fable. And mm. Shinra heard this, and it's like <laughs> the fables don't exist yeah. in this world. And they heard this, and we're like, "Are you kidding me?" Right. <laughs> There's an actual promised land. Yeah. Yeah, I love that idea. <laughs> Speak with the planet. I just want to get paid over here. Yeah. <laughs> what does the planet say? It's full of people and noisy. That's why I can't make out what they're saying. Oh my god, it's like hell. Or like heaven, if you could hear everybody talking at once at the same volume. Yeah, I guess that's I guess that's something you have to get used to in the promised land. <laughs> yeah. I only heard it at the church in the slums. Mother said that Midgar was no longer safe. That is, my real mother. Someday I'll get out of Midgar, <laughs> speak oh with the God. planet, and find my promised land. That's what Mom said. Holy my fuck. real one, I mean. I thought I would stop hearing her voice as I grew up, but... I guess she does hear it still. Let's just get some sleep. <sighs> wow. That's a lot of info. So just to recap all that info, Barrett is upset that Shinra is bad. 
Yeah, Barrett's <laughs> Barrett is still gonna make aval- Avalanche happen. What else did we even learn? Because it's just restating other stuff from the earlier scene. Uh, well, we learned that Eris knows about the Promised Land right. and knows that it exists and yes. can talk to the planet and okay. does have secret Cetra powers. There we go. That's the recap. <laughs> so we woke up in the night. The doors just open. When did it open? Doors open. When did it open? Our jail cell is unlocked. Yeah, we wake up and there's been some kind of horrible, horrible disaster at the Shinra building. (laughs) What's happened? Somebody knocked out the guard and opened my cell door? This part left a very big impression on me when I was a kid, I remember. Tifa, wake up. What's wrong? (coughs) Something's wrong. Look outside. Or is something going incredibly right? Seems more like that. Yeah, the guard is dead in the hallway. Mm Mm-hmm, just laying down. He should have the key on him. Come on, Tifa, get Eris. I'll go help Barrett and the others. Barrett, Red 13, come with me. Something's wrong. The hell's going on? Come on, let's follow Red 13. Yep. He's clearly got the plan. So we walk back to the experimental area. Yeah, where the Genova Dome was. Uh-huh. And, uh, it's been ripped open, and there's just blood all over the floor. Everywhere. And there's a, now we follow this, like, trail of blood back up the, the elevator <laughs> up and to the, the 69th stairs, floor. Going, going yeah, up to the president's like... <laughs> office. <laughs> where am I? You're on the... Oh, shit. Look, there's, like, blood coming out of the elevator. Yeah, yeah. When I was a kid, this, I think, might be the first game I played that had blood in it. Oh, like, really? I never... Yeah, like, this you was didn't the most adult Mortal game. Kombat on the Sega Genesis I was never allowed blood to play mode and all sorts of stuff? Blood, oh, man, you were missing up. out. So this was, like, I was a teenager, finally, oh, and was this able was to exciting. play this. Yeah, you well, were this a grown-ass like, teenager. Well, I, I had played, I guess, like, the Resident Evil 1 demo, too, but mm-hmm. this was, like, I wanted to play that, and there was no way my parents were ever going to let me play something called right. Resident Evil with an M <laughs> on it. Um, but, like, this scene satisfied me, I remember, because it's creepy. It is. Where you want to go is, yeah, down and to the right. And then up to the... Yeah, there's blood all over the place. Yeah. Everybody's dead, and there's... Did Red the 13th do this? No. We still haven't even met Sephiroth. No. Is this a glitch that is not going into a battle music? No, I think here in this part it's supposed to be like this. Serene battles. Serenely ominous battles. Yeah, yeah keep the mood going, you know? What is E-skill? Enemy skill. Oh, that. I don't know how to get it to learn enemy skills, I think. Anyway, while Ryan's walking up, I start looking at the beautiful fire that's in our fireplace. Mm-hmm. Fire is mesmerizing. Yeah, it's great. It's the original TV. Still, uh, still the best show. I don't know about that, but it's, like, solid. It's, it's still, like, got something super compelling about it. I mean, what other show has lasted this long? I don't know, but it's definitely got the longest lasting show, but... So- you know what's like second after that is like days of our lives. Follow the blood. Follow the blood. Oh shit. Not President Shinra. Is he dead at his desk? Yeah, we make it back to the president's office. Yeah, and he's dead with like a very iconic thin sword sticking out of his back. Big old sword. He's been stabbed in the back. You know, Sephiroth must carry a lot of these around because it's like he just leaves this one here. Yeah. You're going to want to leave it as a sign. An it does ominous, seem like he might have done his, omen. Yeah. <laughs> he might have done his like signature move and come down from the sky to stab him in the you back. You know what? I think he probably did. I think there's probably a missing scene <laughs> that's going to be a lot like one we see later uh-huh. <laughs> where, where the president downward. is sitting at his desk counting money. <laughs> yeah. Going like, oh, the promised land will be even more <laughs> profitable. And then it's like, yeah. Yeah. Sword in his back. Oh, shit. Stabbed in the back. He's dead. 
The leader of Shinra Incorporated is dead. It was probably that guy who gave me the key card and was like, I promise you, I'm, I'm not the enemy. And this sword must be... Sephiroth. Oh shit. Sephiroth is alive? Well, I didn't know that he was dead. I guess he was. It's a point of contention. It's a thing I've never really felt solid on, ever. I don't know. Or whether or not he was dead before? Yeah, or alive. Or <clears throat> what the deal Looks is. like it. <clears throat> Only Sephiroth can use that sword. Who cares who did it? This is the end of the Shinra now. Ugh. Oh, this guy. The space program guy. Who looks remarkably like Sergei Korolev. Please don't kill me. This Sephiroth, he, Sephiroth came. Yeah, we're interrogating the terrified head of the space department who sur survived mm -hmm. Sephiroth's attack. Yeah, this is Palmer. Yeah. Did you see him? Did you see Sephiroth? How cool was he? Did he look really cool? Yeah, I saw him. I saw him with my own eyes. Oh, I'm so jealous. You really saw him? Uh, would I lie to you a time like this? I heard his voice, too. No, no way. Um, he's saying something about not letting us have the promised land. Does that mean that the promised land really exists and that Sephiroth's here to save it from Shinra? Probably. What? He must be a good guy. So he's a good guy then. Yeah. Save, save the, the promised land. land. A good guy? No way. It's not that simple. I know him. Sephiroth's mission is different. Yeah, Cloud's like, I know Sephiroth. He would never be a good guy. He's not like that. Yeah, which is the first thing Cloud's really said with certainty. Right. <laughs> but anyway, outside the windows of this office building, the toy helicopter shows up. And Barrett's like, oh my god, the son of the president. He's like, oh right, the one who takes over if the president steps down. I forgot, Shinra's not done yet. Exactly. I'm, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Rufus. Fuck. I forgot about him. Vice, Vice president. president Rufus. The president's <laughs> son. Oh no. <laughs> The next bad guy in line, who's mm. actually worse. Yeah, like, Barrett literally never thought past killing the president of the company like that has ever finished off a company or government by killing only the head of it. Well, I mean... Like, nobody is behind them. Blowing up the reactors, too. They didn't think past blowing them up. Right, like, he's yeah. just his first thought is shoot the gun, and then that's <laughs> it. He doesn't have, like, a, a larger idea besides, like, hurt them. You want to talk to Shenmue guy first? I want to talk to you? You can't take the sword out, or even try? No. Yeah, you can't pull the sword out of the president's back? Only Sephiroth can pull that sword out of the president's back, Jeff. The sword and the president's back. Uh, yeah. The, <laughs> the story of Excalibur. The, the kids are going to be like, maybe I'm the next Sephiroth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and everybody's trying to pull it out of this <laughs> dead out guy's of this corpse. <laughs> Did they establish that the sword can only be wielded by Sephiroth? No, it's not the case. So we, like, run out onto the veranda and, yep. uh, where the helicopters <laughs> landed, and Rufus, the president's son, is there talking to Palmer. Yeah, also uh, got orange hair, just like his dad. Yeah, he uh, flippantly introduces himself to us. He's got the same negotiation style his dad did, where <laughs> yeah. he's like, just act totally cool. Yeah, make sure, make, <laughs> act like you don't even know who they are. Act like they're bugs. Who are you guys? I'm Cloud, former soldier first class. I'm from Avalanche. Same here. A flower girl from a the slums. Flower girl from the slums. A research specimen. We're a ragtag group We're of heroes. Crazy, yeah. What, what a crew. crew. <laughs>
It would be like some people busting into like the White House, and uh-huh. two of them are like, "Oh, well, I work with the terrorists," uh-huh. and then two of the, one of them's like, "I work at the flower shop." Right. And one of them's like, "I'm a cat," <laughs> and <laughs> and he's like, "And what are you doing here?" And they're like, "We're all here to destroy you." What a crew. <laughs> Well, I'm Rufus, the president of Shinra Incorporated. You're only president because your old man died. Old man tried to control the world with money. It seems to have been working. The population thought that Shinra would protect them. Dude, we're gonna walk around like an asshole. Uh-huh. Work at Shinra, get your pay. If a terrorist attacks, the Shinra army will help you. I mean, he's wearing like a Michelin Man suit. It looks perfect on the outside, but I do things differently. I'll control the world with fear. It takes too much to do it like my old man. Yeah, you gotta cut some corners, unlike that guy who was running the company up until now. Well, it's like his son's been watching him going, like, you're basically oppressing them anyway. Why do you give a fuck how they feel about it? Like, when I take over, I'm just gonna do it the way that you're doing it already, but no holds barred. Yeah, we're gonna be upfront about it. Jesus. A little fear will control the minds of the common people. There's no reason to waste money on them. When you're in the position of Rufus, Mm -hmm. like, what are you going to spend extra money on? They're not like we need to cut costs so we can compete with the other energy company or anything like that. Like, like, where does, like, you need the extra cash so you can take a longer weekend? Maybe big plans. I mean, they put the space plans on hold and, you know, maybe he's got big plans for that. I guess, yeah, they probably have big plans for, like, some new gun that'll be Bigger project, not not public works projects. But when he says this, it almost seems like he's doing it out of cruelty because it doesn't seem practical to him but then it's like when you free up those funds it's not like what you're you gonna, gonna be more in control of the world <laughs> like you know it's very practical get out of this building with Ares. what i'll tell you later just take my word for it now i'll go after i take care of him all right cloud now Cloud tells everyone to run away, and he reveals that he has some secret insight into the bigger picture of what's going on. Yeah, it's still not clear to me exactly what Cloud knows. No, but it's like anytime he comes close to Sephiroth, and even tangentially, he gets those headaches, right? Yeah, yeah. And so seeing the sword, he didn't get a headache, which is a little weird. It is a little weird. And a little inconsistent. Uh-huh. But it's almost like he's going, there's some memory trying to shake free, and he's yeah. like, I know that really what we need to do has to do with Sephiroth, I'll yeah. explain later. I'll explain it later, and also I know he's bad. <laughs> and also I'll mostly explain it th- slowly throughout the course of the entire game. Yes. <laughs> I gotta say, there's been too many named bad guys. Oh, dude, just all gonna... It's all gonna pan out or something. Or something. <laughs> right, but there was like Ichigeki or Ichiro or whatever his name was... I know I do this a bunch, but it's saying you racist. <laughs> I mean, maybe the problem is that there's too many names in Final Fantasy in general, and we've been playing too many of them. I keep calling him Ichigeki. <laughs> it's Sang. Ichigeki is the sword from Six. Yeah, right? but it's like. <laughs> or is it from. More why than am six? I. I'm just like, Japanese word. Come on, Jeff. You're better than that. There was Hojo. like. Uh, there was Hojo. So there's the Turks. There's the as Turks. As a thing. They all have names. But a bunch the of them Turks. have individual names. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the Turks are like their own thing. There's Hojo. <laughs> there's Rufus. There it's, there's a lot. somebody else. Cloud, I just thought of something. You mean Cloud. I just oh, yeah. thought Sorry. of something. I'll wait for Cloud. Everyone get to the elevator. It's going to get pretty ugly from here on. We should check on our equipment. 
Oh yeah, we should make sure that everything has... I gotta say, a JRPG that stops you before something and says, make sure your equipment is set, like, that's that's nice of them. Yeah, we thank you. <laughs> Do you want to re-equip shit? We should remove their stuff, because this other gang is going to go. We want to equip the best stuff we can to them. Sure. I don't think anybody's died in a battle yet. No. I mean, we should be super good at this game, right? We should be. We're just gonna mash our way through this. Mm-hmm. mash More like Mako. It's getting late. It's not really getting mm -hmm. late, it's just me. I shouldn't have said that. I don't know, I'm feeling it. I mean, it's been such a relaxing day. I'm like sitting... Yeah. It feels late. Yeah, I am stumped. Now we're just trying to leave, but the place is so big, and I, you can't remember the way out, really. Right. <laughs> So you've been around I up here. like an idiot. I mean, go through the bottom door. The thing is, it's just there's an elevator nearby, and we don't think that, like, oh, yeah, that elevator. I know, but We're you like, can't tell what it's like. I don't remember what the door to the elevator looks like. You're from such a faraway <laughs> angle looking down on this this office building. Yeah. I mean, if this building were up to code, there would be, like, exit signs for emergencies and shit. Yeah. They would also not have stairs that don't have doors. And yeah, they wouldn't that's... have elevators that <laughs> only start on one floor. It's I guess like, Shinra like, says like, what code is. You know what? If you're the president and your toy helicopter gone and you've got to get down from the top floor of this building it's gonna take you like Fuck. an hour <laughs> now the elevators which is what okay. you're trying to get to oh, oh it didn't work the first time yeah that'll happen sometimes yep. it'll seem like something you're like but i already pressed the button there so we walk onto the true lies elevator and mm -hmm. the true lies fight starts yeah the there's another elevator next to us that they've put like a gatling gun robot on <laughs> yeah and it just it breaks all of the glass in yeah. both elevators and we fight as we descend as we descend down the side of like a hundred story building it's so awesome this after like this long buildup of the bullshit to get to the top of shinra building coming down is like an explosion of action it's yes. just like boss fight boss fight escape like it's just goes fun <laughs> yes this this fight is awesome. Oh shit. The dual elevator, like this is the fight from True Lies. This is awesome. For you pedantic True Lies fans out there, I know they don't actually fight and it's just an intense look when they're actually on the elevator and that it, they end up getting up to the top, but wait, they don't. Just let us go. I thought they did. No, they don't they don't shoot at each oh. other in the in the elevators okay. in the movie. Like, no. They're really into mech in this game. Yeah, there's a whole lot of mech. Oh man, this is so fucking epic. I felt like Final Fantasy arrived at the last game and now they're just like, what else can we do? Like, yeah. the, an elevator fight where we're both on different elevators and like going down on the side of a building through the sky and they shoot out the windows. Like, now it's like... I think in a minute you're gonna really feel <clears throat> like the game has finally like announced itself. Okay. I want to point out that season one of this show was in entire six episodes. Mm -hmm. we Here we are in episode six. The premiere was a two-parter. We did the pre-game episode. Mm -hmm. And now the game is getting close to maybe announcing itself. We're finally getting to, like, the thrust of what the next big part of the game it's is going to so be. It's so big. I know. Like, this Midgar part is like, we just are sort of learning that Shinra is bad. And that's it. And now we've heard of Sephiroth. And then it's going <laughs> to just get crazy. When I meet the villain... Partially. Now a helicopter came down? Yeah. 
they beat the elevator fight, Barrett and the team, mm-hmm. and then we cut back up to Cloud, who's still up on the roof yeah, with Rufus. He and Rufus have been having just a tense staring contest, I imagine, for about 20 minutes, maybe. Access menu with triangle button. Remove materia from other members with square. Okay. And with, with start, start button. I guess Rufus was just telling us to like get ready for a boss no, fight. The here. game was just telling us to get ready for the boss it fight. It acts with Rufus. like Rufus was saying that to us, and I really want <laughs> yeah, to live in that. I read world. it like it was. The, uh, so as I'm equipping materia, though, Jeff is going to learn why we're never going to do anything but play Final Fantasy on this trip. Yeah, there's a bunch of like packets around at the cabin mm-hmm. of like information about Lake Arrowhead and going around in the area. Dude, getting into this Arrowhead Lake sounds like it's a fucking Final Fantasy puzzle. One thing we didn't realize is that Lake Arrowhead is a private lake. Yes. Which we technically will have access to. Yeah, that's a part of our there's pass. passwords and things that make it sound like maybe you should avoid people who are going to be asking you if you belong there and shit. It's just like... <laughs> New numbering for the access codes. Former access code started with number one in the Blue Jay Bay and increased counterclockwise around the lake. New access numbers start with number one at the marina and increase clockwise around the lake. Yeah, I can't deal with that right now. Luckily, you don't have to. Why do you want to fight me? You You seek the promised land and Sephiroth. Yeah, it makes perfect sense to me, too. Hmm, exactly. Hmm, did you know that Sephiroth is an ancient? I can't let either you or Sephiroth have the promised land. I guess that means we won't become friends. No, I'm not. I don't think that's going to wind up happening. We don't have to become enemies, though. We don't have to stay friends. Yeah, this Rufus fight is a little unusual. Yeah, it's actually kind of tough because it's just you versus him. And I I feel like if you got unlucky, you could just lose here. Right. Which would suck because I think you would have to rewatch some cutscenes or maybe even fight (laughs) that robot fight on that. I think you'd have to fight that elevator fight again. Well, either way, Rufus also has like a cat monster. Yeah, he's got a panther or something. So he's got a helicopter and a cat. Whoa, did you read this? I don't know. Dear guests, we want your stay at Grass Valley Lodge to be as enjoyable as possible. To assist with that, we need to stress the importance of respecting our neighbor's property and privacy. Unfortunately, recent guests staying at Grass Valley Lodge did not maintain this respect. As a result, our neighbors have informed us of their intention to contact law enforcement to address vacation rental compliance issues. Do not trespass onto our neighbor's property. Maintain low noise levels when outside. That, that, I don't like that, like, oh, so, like, people before us have, like, ruined relations with the neighbors around here. Yeah, that sucks to know. I guess I'm glad I know that. I, I'd rather be extra wary of it. Yeah. Yeah, but just we're, not, like, we're not, like, playing music or anything. But I kind of heard this guy talking. Yeah, out on the balcony of this cabin is extremely quiet on the mm-hmm. street. But there's like a guy next door neighbor who was sitting on his porch. It sounded like yeah. We later hours we would later learn that he just left a window open and stayed next to it. Yeah, literally twenty. We yeah. It was like he was watching us. And every time that we were out there, we could like overhear him like talking, like he was talking to himself or on the phone. I think or he something. was on the phone complaining to someone about us. But like it was so little, like where it's like, oh, and now they're over there, and it's like, like yeah, but we're being quiet and respectful, and like n- there was no issue. Yeah, no. So we it kind of gets 
get the idea that whoever was here last was probably harassed by the neighbor who lives next to here. So this starts uh, the, throughout the rest of the trip. We'll go on the balcony to eat, but we're like quiet. Yeah, we're, we're like constantly going like guy, that guy is listening he's to still us over there. Like <laughs> we got a protect vest and a guard stem. I like the sound of both of those things. People were just like walking under their neighbor's property. Well, you I walked up there, and it seemed like kind of easy to do. It like, does. Once I got up there, I was like, "Oh, I probably shouldn't like go any further. Just really go any further than this." Well, that's like exactly the thought, though. Yeah, but I bet a lot. Of, I I I know people that if I were, we were here with them, they would just see how far they can go. You know, nothing like what we're doing here right now. Yeah. What they don't know is that the truth is this is the most debaucherous I cannot fucking believe fucking like life hurting activity that somebody could do in this place when renting it for a week. We are still in this goddamn building. I know, we've been in here for <laughs> half of the day. I mean and I you know what's crazy is no <clears throat> oh, wait, wait, I wanna say it. I've played this part before and I just never noticed how long it is. crazily long this is. So we make it to the main entrance of the Shinra building. Yeah, this is like our first time in the main lobby, which right. is a pretty nice plaza. It is. Fuck. Surrounded, huh? Get out while you can. It's not you thereafter, it's me. I love how her voice is getting more and more gravelly as our, as it wears on us. Yeah, it's, it's definitely... so hard to do. It's more and more <laughs> like I've been smoking for years. <laughs> You got caught up in this over Marlene. Now it's my turn to watch out for you. Oh, get ready. Okay, playtime's over for you jackasses. Thank you, Mr. Barrett. I'm also like off of <laughs> coming off of John Wayne. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. How do I? I need to make them. this like more intense. We're really hitting the ground running with some of these voices. Who you calling, Mr. Barrett? That don't sound right. If you are through talking, may I suggest that we think of a way to get out of here? Maybe Red the 13th should talk more like a street urchin or something like... Did you say something? Uh, did you say something? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> that won't wear thin quick. <laughs> Not a thing. So, what are we gonna do? Everyone over here. Huh? Uh, what's what's up? up? Oh yeah. Where's Cloud? I'll tell you later. Hurry, hurry. There's a lot of that kind of shit. There's a lot like, of I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. Just trust me. Just go with this. Come on. I'll tell you later. Press, tr go. Come on. So now we go to the rare, truly fully rendered, pre-rendered background. <laughs> or not that. You Pre-rendered pre cutscene? Is that yeah, the word? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. The, 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 like, the full one where they look like they're proportioned correctly. Right, they're not that. Lego pieces and everything's in nice 3D. And we're running out of the Shinra building and we hop on a motorcycle. Well, yeah. Well, they get in a truck. They get in like a mini truck uh -huh. and they bust out of the front windows and then Cloud follows them on a motorcycle. It's fucking awesome. Whoa. Oh my god. Holy shit. It up. Wait a minute. In this pre-rendered cutscene, <laughs> they don't look like Legos, but sometimes they yeah, do. Yeah, but these are like the real cutscenes, like the big set pieces. Holy shit. Not to slow the action down here, but two quick questions. First of all, where did Cloud's motorcycle come from? 
Well, they're like raiding the Shinra Museum. That well, that's we what I was going to That's part two so of my question like... is that this other like minivan is on display. <laughs> like it's like a car show on display. Like you can win this car and they like break it out from velvet ropes. The, yeah. the minivan. Well, but it's, Cloud's an, it's just how you on a motorcycle. A car, you know, that's a show. Fl- you know, I, yeah. But so it is like the gift shop of the Shinra mansion. Well, we didn't or... walk in through here. But if you walk through here, I think you can see like the truck on display. And then oh, there's like other things that they've and made. And the motorcycle like, on display? I Probably. I'm not probably. positive. Okay, but like, so they, we're he thinking got that he got like, the motorcycle. They got on the model truck. Yeah, these are all like, they're like, and then in the 50s, we started making trucks. Right. And this was the most popular truck <laughs> this ever. This was the Model T. They hop in like the you know, Model yeah, exactly, T. Exactly, yeah. I just still don't know where the motorcycle came from. I mean, but I, I guess assume he got it from the same place. Yeah, all right. All right. Yeah, turn it up over 30. That's a crazy tricycle car. Wow. Oh my god. This is amazing. Yes, it's a huge escape. Yeah, we wind up on some kind of a highway yeah, out of town. And they like they fly right out of like a second story window of the Shinra <laughs> building, like they ramp off of some stairs and they land on a freeway. Yeah. And they just start flying. And then it cuts to a black screen where a bunch of information about how to do this event appears. Oh fuck. <laughs> no way. Control the bike with the directional buttons and save your friends in the truck from the Shinra pursuit troops. I gotta attack on the left and the right. Let's see how I do. I think I'm gonna do badly. In my opinion, this is one of the two most bafflingly difficult parts of the game. I disagree with you because I don't think there's really a way to lose this. Like, I don't think it's okay. very hard to lose. This, it just I think. seems like, what am I doing? Is it working? I would agree it's hard to do it well. Like, yeah. it never feels like you're, like, really in control of this. It's also, what am I saying? <laughs> I know that there's other stuff in this game that is a thousand times there's more stuff in difficult. This game that's actually difficult. Holy shit. Oh, God. <laughs> We should explain what you're actually doing. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I'm on a motorcycle with a sword the size of, like, an extra long baseball bat. It's, like, as tall as Cloud is. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you gotta, like, swing it. Oh, no. Why can't I get up there? What are those, like, racing games where you can kind of, like, kick on the sides and kind of kick people off on their oh, motorcycles and stuff? Rash, like is you, that it? I think so, uh, yeah. You have the chain and you whip yes, it at them? Yes, Yeah, yeah, it's exactly kind of like that. that. It's kind of like that, yeah. And and you're, you're trying to stop people on motorcycles from attacking the truck as it yeah. drives away. Yeah, so the, your friends are in a truck and they're going up ahead and then a bunch of motorcycle troops, Shinra guys, are showing up and you're supposed to whack them with your sword as you're on your motorcycle. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to control. Right, because the slightest tap left or right will send you just veering. <laughs> like you. <laughs> Why can't I? Oh, I can control up and down, too. Oh, I see. God, fucking hit them. Cloud. Okay, finally. Oh, this is, I see what they're going for here. This is cool. Yeah, as stupid as this is to control, mm-hmm. like, from a gameplay point of view, like, the thrust of that cinematic into this is cool. It's and at really, the time, it, especially, yeah. I think... It and it also awesome. just like looks kind of cool and very video gamey, but I do like the look of this. It's just compared to any of the things in the last game. This is like balls to the wall. Oh, like yeah. we're doing stuff here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Come, come, come up. Hit him. 
cloud. Oh, I'm hitting the wrong yeah, side. I got it oh god. It's hard to tell. Come on. Yeah. You fucking dicks. God, this is <laughs> This is this is amazing. Yes. Okay. Okay. You guys are clean. I got it. I I'm working. I got this. I got this. Oh, uh, you're working I, it now. I'm working this. I I I want to see somebody speed run this. <laughs> They're pretty good at it. I God, I can't hit them. Yeah, there you go, you piece of shit. How how much fucking God? My arm must be getting tired. The sword looks heavy. I know, it's just waving it around like it's a fan. Fucking dicks. Now we're playing video games. Like yeah. this is a now I'm playing a, a video game. Stop it! Get away from them! Oh shit! Well, I, I'm not gonna be able to hit that with my bat. Yeah, like the most heavily armored tank I could ever imagine. Yeah, like its wheels are made out of steel. Its wheels have armor on top of the right. wheels yeah. that are then more steel. <laughs> like it's spikes. Impossible to hit with your bat. It starts chasing us, and this freeway ends in a ramp. Yeah, like it's like, going up. It's like a motorcycle. But jump. then it's like the stop. Yeah, it's like that freeway gap in speed. It's like they were building a freeway, and it gets to the edge of Midgar, mm. and it just kind of stops. It yeah. stops. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, dead end. So we stop at the edge of it instead of like gunning it like yeah, you know you're supposed you fight to. fight the tank. We're not gonna rev our engines and go over that ramp? Like speed style? No. We're gonna turn around and fight this... this armored car? We're gonna fight this drill- oh, jeez. You wanna turn it down a bit? Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, go with like 25 maybe. Not the twin burner. They're burning the twins. Twins. Not again. So we beat the tank. Mm -hmm. It's finally time to take our first steps out of Midgar. <sighs> wow. <laughs> oh my god. Marinate, buddy. Slip into this hot Look tub. At this. Oh wow. <laughs> well, what do we do now? So we stand on the edge of the off-ramp to nowhere and yeah. look out across a vast landscape. It does look like the ramp, they built up to the edge of the top of the plate. Yeah, it's just like a Midgar. vista. It's like yeah. the edge of this road is just a vista. <laughs> Why did they build it? see for miles. <laughs> Sephiroth is alive. I, I have to settle the score. And that'll save the planet? Seems like it. <laughs> what? Why? Okay. Alright, I'm going. I'll go too. <laughs> I have things that I want to find out. <laughs> I'm gonna see how hard I can go. Yeah. <clears throat> About the ancients? About many things. <laughs> like, if I could like do it as though like I have one of those voice boxes for after a tracheotomy. I guess this is goodbye, Midgar. Woo! Holy shit! We're gonna say goodbye to our we're opening. We're gonna town. say goodbye to Midgar. That's the opening town, man. I mean, that's, that. that's not the end of disc one or anything. <laughs> that's fucking the opening town. Holy shit. It might also be the end of disc one, I'm not sure. Oh, it isn't. No, it's not even close. So the way we got down out of Midgar is that there was like a rope with a hook on the end of it that mm -hmm. we like climbed down from that ramp. Yeah. 
We I guess we just found some old construction shit and just hung it down. So now we're on the ground floor of Midgar, outside of like the entrance to Sector yeah, it's, Seven. It's confusing because the outside of the city is like they built a big glass wall around it with security right. doors, which makes me wonder how anyone moves here ever. Because the, right. they're always talking about people moving here from their hometown, <laughs> but like if you got here, you would be like, uh, "Hello, uh, maybe knock, there's knock. some Midgar is this Ellis like Island some Wizard of Oz." shit <laughs> like you go up and you have to like it's like oh you're f- seeing the president of shinra well that's a horse of a different color exactly yeah i'm going back to my hometown and it'll go with you as far as that everyone on the team is like we'll go with you on this mission except for red who's like take me home yeah well they do the they what's now this point like comfortingly cliche all the characters going just to reiterate we all do have a reason for coming with you (laughs) exactly Uh, exactly (laughs) we have our own individual things everybody's got a motivation i guess this is the start of our journey yeah here here we are <laughs> At the start of our journey. The start of our journey is finally here. You hate traveling or it's dangerous, you sure you want to go? All these options never make sense to me. They both kind of mean the like, same. Why? <laughs> what? I don't know, but I don't have anywhere else to go. So I guess it doesn't really matter whether I like to travel or not. I guess. You know what? <laughs> This is the first time I've left for left Midgar. <laughs> but I have my bodyguard right. Oh, fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch of assholes. <laughs> we told Eris's mom to go somewhere safe, so Marlene should be safe too. So the game gives us an option to say to Barrett either, yeah, I'm sure she's fine, or I don't know. Yeah, like, just to be a dick. (laughs) I have to. I gotta be honest with this guy. I don't know if she's safe. (laughs) Stop it, (laughs) class. I'm worried, too. Yeah, oh my god. What a terrible thing to say. Wow, the interaction between the characters has really stepped up a big, big notch. Like, it's really way more complex. So, uh, our journey... Let's stay here for a while. So I walk Cloud right up to the door that's locked. Yeah, why does it give you the option when you try to leave this screen of, let's stay here for a while? There's literally nothing for you to do on this screen. Let me back in. you can go back in. Sector 7, you're my home. Can I hop back on this, uh, hook? Alright. Let's go. Let's go. Let's start our journey. Oh my god. We need a group leader for our journey, because only me could be the leader. Nah, everyone's decided that it's Cloud, dude. It would have to be Cloud. I don't know how much further I can go. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck. Alright. Go northeast to a town called Calm. Calm with a K. If something happens, we'll meet there. Alright. So we have a goal. Yeah. Other than go find Sephiroth, our yeah, goal which, is go to the town of Calm. Yeah, our main goal for literally the entire game yeah. is going to be find Sephiroth, but there's always a secondary goal of go to the next town. Yeah, exactly. Besides, <laughs> we can't have five people strolling down the fields. It's too dangerous. 
Man, this is such a stupid reason to only have three people in your party at a time. I really think that they would have done better to not come up with a reason right. than to tell you something that if you start thinking about it, you go, wait a minute, no, it's not safer <laughs> it's to not travel safer in to... groups. You <laughs> what do you split up? I've played D&D. No, come on. <laughs> split up into two parties. Look at this lush field of growing characters. I'm going to take Barrett. I'll take Tifa. We send Red and Eris off for some alone time. Yeah. Because we're not going to force it on them, but maybe Red. they should try to save their species. There's a healthier way to do that same experiment that Hojo was doing. I mean, he thought it was going to work, right? Yeah. He's a scientist. He, he was pretty sure. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye, Red the 13th and Eris. All right, bodyguard. I'll see you at that town north of here, I guess. Oh, a beanbag oh. for the dog. Look at it's that. like the world's biggest dog bed. As my dog is enjoying the bean bag. Yeah, this was a part of my design the entire time. As soon as I saw that giant bean bag, I was like, there Get needs to be a dog in the middle of it. <laughs> as that's happening, we step out onto the world map. Mm-hmm. I mean, man. Oh, my God. I... I can't even compare this to the other games because no. they usually spit you onto the world map within an hour. <laughs> the first game opens with you on the in this screen. You open on the world map. You open and you on walk this into screen outside yeah. of town, and then you it would be like we walk into Midgar as the opening of the first game. And then this one, they were like, "What if you start inside of a town so <laughs> dense that it's like walking out of a giant maze? Like that whole part is like a maze. God. Like you're in a maze, and we finally got out. Mm -hmm. Cities are mazes." Oh my, in Final oh Fantasy, my God. we just break another layer of the maze. Like they just used a maze as an entire eight hours of. I mean, it's not a. Is it a maze? Is it a maze? There it were activities like it. it was maze like. There were a lot there of activities. Acti we were distracted. Mm -hmm. We were too distracted to see the maze. But oh my God, that looks amazing. Saving on the world map. He was like, I'm getting way ahead of myself, oh, dude. Here. But here eventually, you're gonna be we're able at to. the world map. Oh my God, it looks like you this. Leave Midgar, yeah. Well, let's save. Oh, we're back. To, now we're playing Final Fantasy, but look, he's like a 3D uh, thing. I know. But it's Final Fantasy. You can it, move the camera around too, I think. Oh, how? Oh, no, it's the R1 and L1. Whoa. Yeah, so because it's 3D, mm -hmm. the, their adaptation of the world map is kind of interesting. Because right. <laughs> you have the option of the old view of like top down, mm -hmm. looking at your character... You know, you're locked to north south. Mm -hmm. But because your character and the world have like height and depth, you mm -hmm. can pivot the camera down a little to a lower angle and like run around in third person almost. Yeah, and you can like see ahead. Whoa. It's funny it works this naturally, right? Because when you walk up to a city, like you're the size of a building. Right. Which it was that way before in 2D, but there's something different about not seeing the actual 3D things next to each other. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, you walk through a forest in this game and you're like chest high in a forest. Right. <laughs> this whole view allows you to get a better sense of your bearings in one way, but it also lets you spin the camera around and lose your sense of north, south, right. east, it, and it west. It lets you completely get lost, <laughs> which especially becomes problematic at points when it's like, ah, oh, we'll get there. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, right? Look at look these at graphics. <laughs> oh, look at that water. There's like four colors to it. Or three. Dude, those colors mean things. Oh, you can run around it like that too? Like you can do with the old view running around or you can run around it like... Oh yeah, you can walk around <laughs> while you're moving the camera and stuff. That's awesome. 
if I remember correctly, it makes getting lost very easy. Well, if you um, go back to the... Is, yeah, north is changing. Man, yeah. Why don't we stay with the old look? It's at northeast, right? Like, this will be it? I think that's it. Yay! Town! Hi, town. I'm as big as your buildings. And now I'm in you. And that's season four, episode six. Smell that fresh air. We're oh, yeah. out of Midgar. We've seen the world map. Mm -hmm. I cannot believe it. That's so much game. And I think next week we're going to learn uh, what Cloud knows, what he can consciously know about his past. We're gonna yeah, learn... the story is going to actually start to unfold. Yeah, the characters and the world has been set up. Mm -hmm. Now it's time to play in it. Yeah, and he's going to explain his history with Sephiroth. Mm -hmm. And then I think we're going to go do some Chocobo stuff. Chocobo stuff is coming up soon. <laughs> That's, That's going to be remember some from fun ass times. Up. I don't know if the Chocobo stuff will be next time. But yeah, Chocobos are coming up not next week, but I think the week after. The week after that. Next week is exclusively, I think, going to be like a flashback into Cloud's past. Big story week next week. Cloud and Tifa's past. That's right. Mm hmm intertwined and complicated it more than you'll know for a long time because we're not going to spoil it i'm sure a lot of you already know but yeah. we're trying to serve two masters here while still just straight up spoiling the I know. one major spoiler we're really only serving one master and that's us but <laughs> we're trying to make it make it good for everybody yeah oh are you ready to enter the life stream yeah let's pop our own bubble and become one with the universe chef all right i'm ready Oh, getting a lot of groovy colors today. Yeah, it tastes like like yellowish green yeah. today. Yeah, and it's all kind of pixelating around me. Oh, I think the message might be forming in multiple dimensions. Oh, look at it. Oh, it's 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 a little discombobulated, but I think I'm getting it here. Oh, it's from Travis Mountain at Pixel Mountain Pop Art. Oh, who sent us that wonderful piece he that made That incredible... Last, yeah. Yeah, that you heard... If you heard, listened to the beginning of last episode, we mm. opened the package and you heard us react to that wonderful mm. piece of art. He specializes in pixel art for all ages based on video games, comic books, pop culture portraits. He's accepting commissions for custom pieces. Custom pieces can be based on anything. They don't have to be based on something that he's done before. And he's really excited to talk through like the design phase of mm -hmm, things because mm -hmm. like what he said to us about the thing that he made let's yeah, let's like... describe it again he basically made a mock-up of a final fantasy one boss fight in pixel art except the boss is our show's logo and it's full of inside jokes from the show it's really wonderful yeah and one of the things that he's like putting thought into is that it's you know got three dimensions to it because the characters who are alive are actually two layers off of the board and the characters who are dead in the battle already are one layer off of the board to indicate that like they're you know a different state mm -hmm. there's just a huge amount of thought put into it and he, he said I want to make things that not only look good but also have meaning for the people that I'm making them for the planning and design phases are a lot of fun for me too and I hope that that comes through in the final product well yeah this would be really great if you wanted to get a 
gifts for somebody some pixel art. Like he's yes. really thoughtful, and it would be great to you know you could talk to he him would, about what you want it to mean and what you want it to look. And he would I think and the have kind great... of thing that that person's into and the inside jokes that you worked out yeah, with them. Yeah, I think he would have great ideas about how to implement. Because that's too. something else is that he filled the abilities list mm-hmm. with a bunch of inside jokes from season one. It's it's really wonderful. Anyway, Go yeah. check out Pixel Mountain Pop Art. Go to facebook.com slash pixel mountain pop art or email pixel mountain pop art at gmail.com. He's also on Instagram and Etsy. Search for pixel mountain pop art on Etsy. But get involved on the Facebook page. Yeah. Thank you so much, Travis. Should we go back or, uh, oh, wait. Is this a second message? Oh, a double whammy today. Oh my god. It's never been done before, but here we go. Here we go. Here's a second message of the week. I'm I'm reading The final season of Game of Thrones is here. To celebrate, the rock band Lipstick Generation have begun a musical challenge. After watching each episode of the new season, the band is writing, recording, and releasing a new song about the plot of each episode within 24 hours of the airing of each new episode. The new songs can be found on the band's website, LipstickGeneration.com, and on YouTube within 24 hours of each episode airing, and will be on most streaming platforms shortly thereafter based on however long it takes for iTunes and Spotify to process them. Well, that sounds like a perfect soundtrack for all of your Reddit theorizing while yeah. you're trying to figure out... Um, <laughs> Daenerys, does she deserve the throne or what? Yeah, what's the deal with that? I mean, are we going to find out? I think this is a really fun idea for a band to challenge themselves to like write a song every yeah, day. Yeah, and I, yeah, everybody should go check it out. It's lipstickgeneration.com or every week rather. They're or, gonna have right. a new song. That's right. Um, yeah, and if you're listening to this episode long after Game of Thrones has ended, uh, you should be you able to get that whole album. album. Yeah. yeah, binge the album after <laughs> binging the season. Anyway, thanks so much to Greg Troyan for that message. Yeah. All right, you ready to get out of here? I'm ready. Let's go. Crawl back into that human suit. Go back to the square world, Jeff. Here we go. And we're back. If you're interested in a message, a live stream message, the cost of entry to the parallel universe is $25. Yeah, that's our cost. Just email us at nocatpodcast at gmail.com. That's N-O-C-K-A-T with the subject line live stream and we'll mm-hmm, make it happen. Mm-hmm. With that, please go rate and review us on iTunes. You can find us at noonecanknowaboutthis.com or at nocatpodcast at gmail.com. That's N-O-C-K-A-T. Mm-hmm. You can find us at Facebook and Twitter with no Cat Podcast. Yeah. Go uh, go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash nocat. You yeah. get the video version, t-shirt. Yeah, if you're looking for a way to support the show, that's a great way. Mm-hmm. Uh, another good way is you can buy a uh, an advertisement with us in our billboard, billboard segment. segment. Another great way you can support the show is uh, tell a friend who likes Final Fantasy or video games. You could just do that. Or who likes funny shit and, aren't, and try to explain to them. <laughs> try to get your friends who aren't into Final Fantasy to listen to this show. Yeah, or if you do think... Your th- do, do your best with that. Or, you know, if you think that they just, like, fall madly in love with us or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Bring some joy into somebody else's world. Yes. And if it doesn't spark joy, you know what to do. We all do now. <laughs> we all do now point. that <laughs> Netflix has shown us the way. This is going to be so out of date. Like, no one's even going to know like, what I'm talking about Is season anymore. two of Marie Kondo's show coming out? I mean, maybe she'll be bigger than ever. Maybe she'll be president. Could be. I mean, she had that book before the she show. She won't be president by the time this comes out. She's Japanese. Right. We could change the laws by then. <laughs> this isn't coming out before the election of 2020 is really the deal. You're governing a country based on whether something sparks joy. <laughs> she's like bringing people before her and she's like, it sparks joy. Like, she's thumbs up. You get to live. Yeah.
<laughs> wow, I feel like there's so much more to be explored with that idea. Oh man, yeah, that's a whole dystopian universe. We'll we'll maybe bring that back up in the future. Yeah, let's get to the dark side of sparking joy later <laughs> in the series. <laughs> With that, let's see if a little dessert could spark some joy. Yeah, let's do it right now. All right. Dessert cart's coming. <laughs> Here you go. Enjoy. What is it? Is it... What do you want to eat for dessert this week? Oh, um, something cream-filled. How about a banana cream pie? That sounds great. Mm -hmm. Can we use the Gros Michel bananas, or do they have to be Cavendish? We have to use the Gros Michel. I'm going to demand it. <laughs> I right. can handle bananas in, like, suspended in banana cream pudding <laughs> stuff. But it'd be better if they were better. Why so did I suggest that? One? Enjoy that. What? I guess we're eating banana cream pie. <laughs> a uh, brush fire there. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty serious. Wild. No wonder everybody's rubbernecking. It's pretty cool to look at. It is. 